Welcome to another episode of Pit Lane Parlay. I am your host, Mike Jokum. Frenchie's here. It's Formula One back in the United States week as they head to outside of Miami this weekend. We shall see about the track. But before we get there, trivia, one bit of news. And I'm going to open up trivia thanks to Cody Bray's suggestion. Yes, I'm thanking Cody Bray and not making fun of him for once. But if anybody listening has a trivia question that they want to try to stump Frenchie with, let me know. Any question that stumps Frenchie will get a sticker and a high five. All right, Frenchie, you ready? Go for it. Which of these Hills Hills racers was not an F1 World Championship champion? Jimmy Hill, Graham Hill, Phil Hill. Jimmy Hill. Jimmy Hill is correct. Let me scroll up here. These are from We Love Quizzes. Which of these Italian racers became the first woman to ever enter a professional F1 race at, at the 1958 Monaco Grand Prix? Sylvia Farina Elia Clotilde Fasolis. God. <laughs> so sorry I butchered names, you know, fire me. Maria Teresa De Filippis. Um, I'm just going to completely guess on this one because I don't know, but I'm going to guess it's the last one. Maria Teresa. Son of a bitch. Yeah. Just want to want the record to know. I did not actually know the answer to that one. I did not. Yes. All right. Well, send me your trivia questions so I can stop using these weird ass websites and butchering people's (laughs) last names so I don't get canceled. Anyway, what's our one bit of news? So we got the official word that. Porsche and Audi are going to enter F1 in 2026. The, I guess it's the CEO of the Volkswagen group. His name is Herbert D-I-E-S-S. I'm going to get Deese. Herbie. Said that both of them are going to be in F1. So as we've been talking about, it's likely going to be Porsche as Red Bull's engine supplier. And then Audi, we don't really know, but their intention is to purchase an an existing team and run it um i got some interesting quotes that i saw from him and there's a really cool livery on this motorsport.com episode maybe we should like post this picture of what the porsche car could look like but i guess it's not going to be just a porsche car um he basically said that if they didn't come in in 2026 he was, it was not going to happen for another 10 years because they need a rule change. Okay, all right. That's that's fair. I, my my excitement is tempered only because right now it's like, was it Porsche? One of them is, is you know, going to be the Red Bull engine supplier slash partner. The other, you know, maybe Aston Martin, Williams, who knows on that one, but. I was hoping we'd get at least one new team out of this, and it doesn't feel like we're going to get any right now. So it's like, cool, there's there's more engines in the sport or more engine names in the sport, which is great, but I'm not really that excited by this, to be totally honest with you. I might, you know, not to get all doom and gloom, but why can't we have another team? This is such bullshit that the FIA can't find room for one more team when there are now multiple people who have hundreds of millions of dollars ready to spend. Yeah, I, I agree. The fact that 
it's not going to be additive. It's just going to be like with existing teams and kind of changing the branding. I mean, I am glad to see these brands come in because the more kind of large vehicle manufacturers we have in F1, I think the better. But I get, cause that just speaks to, I guess, the importance and the growth that we're seeing with it. But yeah, it, it's not going to be something that we, we really are going to get all that excited about because we're not going to see a Porsche F1 team. We may see an Audi F1 team, but they may just partner with an existing team like Sauber, like Aston Martin. I mean, it's not going to be like, hey, we have an 11th team on the grid, which would get really exciting. <sighs> yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Maybe I'll be excited if, I don't know, they, I don't, I don't really have that much to be excited about it right now. It's a couple years away, so... After today, unless they get granted a new team, I'll be excited about it in a couple years. I don't really understand why they can't do another team. They haven't really ever come out and said why. Correct. It's just kind of excuses. So why can't Andretti have a team? Why can't Audi kind of come in with their own team? I mean, maybe it makes more sense for Audi to buy an existing team for financial reasons and not just create a new team startup from scratch. But still, I mean, there are people who want to come in and, and have maybe an 11th team, and it's not happening. Oh, you, you could hear a little bit of Cooper there in the background, probably. Sorry. He's being extra needy today. <laughs> needy I had one question for you real quick Yeah. before we get into the nitty gritty about Miami. Do you have an opinion on the fake Marina? Is it a big deal to you at all? Does it matter? No, I think I was saying this to Cody the other night. It's kind of weird. Like you're spent. Like if I was buying a marina ticket or a seat that had a view of said marina, and you're spending eighteen hundred dollars, and you're seeing a bunch of wooden planks with <laughs> some you know paint over it, like yeah, that's that's kind of a jip, but. For ninety nine percent of the world, I just don't get why it's why it's a big deal. It's I mean, can you imagine if somebody has like a big shunt there and like cracks the wall? Now there's water all over the track, and now we have like an epic level disaster. So I don't think it's as big of a deal as people are making. Out of anything you can be angry about in the F one world, you're picking the wooden marina. Like stop. Also, it's it's made some great memes. And probably helped their marketing plan because everybody's talking about it. Yeah, I don't think the Miami GP, from what I see from their Twitter account, it, it doesn't seem like they're taking themselves all that seriously. Like they're kind of embracing the ridiculousness that is the city of Miami. Yep. And just playing that up. So, I mean, Vegas, I think, will probably be the same way. I mean, America is pretty ridiculous. And these are two of the most ridiculous cities in the United States as it is. So, I mean, why not go for the over the top that, that they're doing? It brings attention and it's entertaining for everybody, even the Americans who may or may not be a little bit embarrassed by it. Agreed. All right. So I think it's time to predict what we're going to see this weekend, even though we've never seen this track. Mm -hmm. Did you watch the uh, was it you who sent me the like F122 hot lap of the track? In the in the video game, I did send that. I don't know if I was the first one to send you that or not, but I, I sent it to you at some point. So, some some sections of the track look really cool, tight, technical, off camber, all right. And then some of the the some of the corners, you're just like, well, there's going to be no passing there. 
There's going to be no passing there. And then the six mile straightaway is probably where you're going to see most of the passing attempts. So I, um, I hope this doesn't look like a processional race, except it's like Monaco with a long straightaway and some more corners. I don't know. I might be making, I might be exaggerating on that one, but I don't love the layout. I, I, I listen again, it's Thursday. We haven't seen any racing on the track yet. So it could definitely change, but my first opinion of the layout is not great. I think the only positive might be that with those massively long straights and then all the tight corners, it's going to be difficult to set these cars up. Like we're right. really not going to know right. if you need a lot of downforce or if you you know you need to compromise. So that might get interesting. And the long straights, as we know, give us DRS <laughs> opportunities, so we can see. Um, manufactured passing so there's that to look forward to yay but I, this is the first uh, american gp this year so are, are we excited that the times are going to be good for this race to be honest with you no okay <laughs> i'd much rather the morning this weekend just because it's you know it's my one it's my last weekend off for the month before you know indycar gets busy all month and i kind of want it to be in the morning so i can watch it and then you know, have my whole day ahead of me so uh no i mean i i know that's a very it's a first world problem but no i'm not excited for afternoon f1 this weekend all right well on that note, let me tell you guys the times real quick before we then <laughs> while I shit all over this get times. to our predictions. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so practice one is at two thirty p.m. Eastern time on Friday. Practice two is at five thirty p.m. Eastern time on Friday. Practice three is one p.m. Saturday. Qualifying is four p.m. Saturday, and then Sunday the race is at three thirty p.m. It's it's. Yeah, this is going to be a tough weekend with some things I have going on to catch qualifying, but maybe I maybe I'll be allowed to put it on my phone while I'm at a at a family birthday gathering thing out in the middle of nowhere, Indiana. So hopefully they allow me to do that. Would it be rude the first time I'm meeting them and just like put it on my phone and be like, "And eh, it's nice meeting you guys, but I got this stuff to watch." Um, I mean. It would show them your priorities for sure. Yeah. And, you know, and I'm sure. Yeah, we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> we'll, just, we'll just leave it at that. If you're if you're in our grid rival F1 fantasy league, make sure to check your lineups before qualifying. As it's been a couple races in now, some guys you signed might be free. Uh, might, you might have some open slots in there and make sure to set your double points guy by clicking the little star next to his name if it's available. I actually don't do any of that so I can jump up the standings even more. I'm I'm down in 28th right now. So, but plenty of time to go. There's like 87 F1 races left this year. I don't think the weather looks good. There's a chance of rain on Sunday in Miami. I mean, it's Florida, so you know, you you could have like a crazy shower for like 10 minutes and then it'd be dry, yeah, which exactly. honestly, I'd be okay with. That would be pure chaos and I kind of want a chaotic weekend. I mean, it happens pretty much. My grandfather used to live there, so he yeah. used to go down to Miami like yearly. Yeah. And I swear pretty much every afternoon around the time of the race, you know, like late afternoon, 
3.30-ish, yep. 4 o'clock. There's just a downpour for like 10, 20 minutes, <laughs> and then it clears up again. I went to Miami once for a work conference probably like 10 years ago, and it's super cool. The food is amazing. Bars are hopping. Not really a club slash dancing kind of guy. So really? wasn't I know shocking. Even back, even <laughs> even when I wasn't old, I wasn't in nineteen eighty six. I'm just kidding. It's like before. That's before you were born. It was. <laughs> uh, and so I had I had gone out to like a late after like a happy hour with a few coworkers and coworkers that came up from Latin America, I think, and. I was given a Michelada, which I'm sure you probably know what that is, but it's like a, how would you describe it? I don't really remember. I just, you nailed that pronunciation by yeah, the way. Yeah. Yeah. Screw all you guys to say I can't pronounce anything, but anyway, there was like, it was like a spicy drink with like a beer mixed in. It's almost like a Bloody Mary that you would add like a Corona to. Yeah. So the the spices that went around the rim, and I love spicy stuff. Just I just didn't like it at all, and I was like, "How the hell am I going to finish this drink?" And we got a Miami downpour that lasted all of like fifteen minutes, and I accidentally left my drink on the on the table outside when we went inside. <laughs> and they were like, "Oh, that's so sad." I'm like, "Yeah, it was so good because I didn't want to be rude because yeah. it was just like the worst thing I've. It was probably the least." favorite thing alcoholic beverage i've ever drank i do not like tomato juice based alcoholic uh, beverages like uh, i'm not a bloody mary nope, person either nope not at all it's probably a hot take people are going to come at us for that yeah bloody marys are overrated and sorry cassie pickles are the other food that i just or food item i just don't get not i'm not with you fan. on that i'm not a pickle fan either i yeah. take them off of burgers and everything well we've gone completely off the rails here and we're going to keep this episode super short because it's been a week and we're all exhausted and have a lot going on. We'll do a longer episode next week. But do we have anything before predictions? I don't think so. Um, no, I mean, I, I saw a video that Lando was like DJing on stage with Kygo before the race. Yeah, I don't know who that is. But uh, you, you will know some of his songs, okay. probably. Wait, you would know them. Before we, before we wrap up here, we've seen... Lando's special helmet. We've seen Guan Yu. Oh, yeah. uh, we've seen Joe Guan Yu's special helmet. Oh no! Almost got canceled there, man. Yeah, almost got canceled again. <laughs> Have we seen any others? Oh, I think Verstappen's like his like helmet colors are like inverted almost. Did you see the Williams logo that they have for Miami? No. It's like they turned the W upside down and put like all this kind of cool tropical themed. Okay stuff in it i'll send it to you it's pretty cool looking the miami they have a pop-up store yeah. i saw the merchandise for williams and i saw like mclaren had these like golf club covers looked really slick and the t-shirt everything looks really cool it's also ridiculously expensive because f1 but and miami in miami but they've they've done a really good job with the merch and marketing end of things there okay time for the hype machine is is yeah is on point for this race not time for predictions. Whose helmet do you like better? Lando, Zhou Guan Yu. I can't remember if we've seen any other ones. Hi, listeners. We wanted to take a moment to tell you about another podcast from Evergreen Podcasts and Sound Talent Media called Pit Lane Parlay. Pit Lane Parlay is the go-to podcast for IndyCar and motorsports-related news. 
each episode, we discuss things like our favorite drivers, news clips from the last week, and generally giving each other a hard time about predictions we've made in the past and or life stories that have come up recently. We really have a lot of fun with it and really enjoy each other's company, and we hope you can come join us too. Join Pit Lane Parlay by following us on your favorite podcast today. Bruce Martin, host of Pit Pass Indy. Each week, I go behind the scenes of the NTT IndyCar Series and introduce our listeners to the biggest stars of IndyCar, which features the Indianapolis 500 as its cornerstone event. The men and women that compete in IndyCar may be the bravest athletes in all of sport as danger lurks around every corner. They are able to look danger in the eye without flinching. That is why the NTT IndyCar Series features the best racing on the planet. Join me every week as we talk to the stars of IndyCar, including the legends of the Indianapolis 500 on Pit Pass Indy from Evergreen Podcast. Um, let me, you said Max has one? I thought so. I, I might have just been... I, I could I could definitely be making that up. Anyway, we'll we'll skip over the helmet talk, but go check out the helmets. They're really cool. Lando's is like a basketball, which looks the details awesome. Joe Guan Yu is kind of Miami themed, which looks really cool. And Haas has a Grand Theft Auto style marketing, social media marketing stuff going on, which is awesome. But anyway, predictions. Who's having a good weekend? Um, it's hard to pick based on this track layout but i'm gonna guess that max probably has a good weekend but i think that's too easy so let me say that alonzo bounces back a little bit and has a good weekend all right i am gonna say george russell has his first career win oh cool okay that'd be interesting to see yeah bad weekend bad weekend is going to be ricardo unfortunately i think he's not going to do that well for some reason and maybe we'll see lando do well again but i think ricardo i don't know i'm I'm getting a little worried about the guy okay i hope he does well because he is on my grid rival team that i just talked about five minutes ago okay he might be on mine too actually good bad surprise into q3 wait you didn't say your bad weekend pick oh wow sorry my bad weekend pick will be max Verstappen. Okay. Just no reason. Q3 surprise. Q3 surprise. Um, Let's say that Joe Guan Yu with his special helmet gets into Q3. Has He hasn't gotten into Q3 before, has he? First race of the year, maybe? I know he finished in the points, but yeah. I don't remember if he got into Q3. I think he's gotten into Q2. Every okay, race. yeah. I think he has. I will say that God, I don't know. Latifi? There's no, definitely, definitely not. Let's see if remind me next week. I have a F one report card that somebody like made on social media, and it was like A B C D blah blah blah, and then there was Latifi at the bottom in his own category. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I will say Ocon. Okay. It's going to be a Q3 surprise? Yes. 
All right. I don't know how surprising that is, but I mean, fair. It's Ocon. I'm just putting it in there out of my completely out of our personal bias, irrational <laughs> bias, semi rational bias. Okay. So surprise Q3. Will we see? Will we see any surprise Q1 eliminations? And who? So this one, we're going to leave this one a little bit more open-ended because you could say no. I think we will. I think the season is really mixing it up. So I think a surprise Q1 elimination that we're going to see, I, I honestly, as as sad as it is for me to say this, I think we could see signs mess up again and just be eliminated in Q1. All right. This he's, much... he's in his head or something right now. Something's going on with him. Yeah, he, he needs a mental reset. Hopefully he can get it because... Ferrari has completed the least amount of laps out of any constructor and still leads because, you know, Red Bull's had DNFs, Mercedes has had their issues. So they, they, they need to pull it together before they, you know, go on another Ferrari run of incompetence. So I hope they can. Yeah, before they have a 92 season. Yeah, exactly. I will say that Lewis Hamilton is going to bin it in q1 might not necessarily be his fault just might be one of those things in a new track but let's have some fun with that one so you said verstappen's gonna have a bad weekend and lewis is gonna bid it in q1 yeah i'm going just trying to offend everyone i'm trying to trigger every every f1 fan base out there while i wear a lando t-shirt right now too so oh i didn't even notice that at least i have one fan base not hating me this week But it shows you that you don't have a bias against either of them. You're equally I'm willing to e- equal opportunity disparage them. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> now the FIA is never going to let it, let us cover an F1 race in person. Why? We didn't say anything bad about them. That's true. We love the FIA. They're the, they're they're such a great and well run organization. That reminds me of one last thing, I guess, before we finish up. Did you see the? I'm sure you did because I tweeted it out, and I think <laughs> I sent it to you that. Um, FIA President Ben Sullivan uh, met with Roger Penske at IMS, but he wasn't dressed up enough. <laughs> yeah, there were people who <laughs> just thought trying that. to trigger his, you. His shirt was tucked in, and he wore nice shoes, even though Roger Penske was in a perfect suit as always. I think the man sleeps in a suit, probably. Um, Roger Penske exercises in a suit. <laughs> Do you think he exercises? No, probably not. But okay. that's the first thing I could think of. It. Yeah, I mean, cool. I hope it leads to something. You know, maybe does that mean Coda is on thin ice? I don't know what the contract situation there is. They, I think it's until twenty twenty six. They, they're through that for their contract. That one's when the next one's up. Yeah, I'm. I have a hard time getting too worked up about this one way or the other. You know, this could have just been a. Listen, I run IndyCar, you run the FIA. Let's let's meet and kind of talk about the future of motorsports and how we can coexist and help each other grow because as F1 yeah. grows, IndyCar grows or should grow and vice versa, you know, F1 here in the States is bringing a lot more eyes on motorsports in general. Uh, so, you know, it, it could have nothing to do with IMS itself. Or F1. Uh, could be WEC even. Might yeah. go to IMS or something. Yeah, One of the other could, FIA series. Could be e-scooter. I don't, is that an FIA series? I have no idea. <laughs> I hope so. That'd be hilarious. Yeah. Anyway, we'll wrap it up there. 
Everybody oh, enjoy. Yeah, it. wait. Speaking of e-scooter, I sent you that. Nico Hulkenberg is starting an e-scooter team for all you F1 fans yeah. trying oh. to get into some new electric racing. If you have a hard time getting into Formula E, wait until you try e-scooter. I bet that's going to be even more riveting. Can we can we can we do like a live stream of an e-scooter race and just like make just it like a reaction game? Like just like yeah. every time like you're just like what the hell happened? Like shot. <laughs> like I'll be destroyed by lap 1, but it's not Sounds really fun. And if anybody I mean, else like is interested, scooters. yeah. If anybody else is interested in an e-scooter drinking game, let us know. We could have some fun with with this new series, quote unquote series. I don't even know when it's starting, but yeah, I'm I'm in for that. No idea. All right, we'll wrap it up there. Everybody, enjoy the race. We'll be back next weekend to discuss it and recap it and talk about the news and whatever else is going on in F1. So have a lovely weekend of Miami racing. Running should be simple. Just put on your shoes and go. And yet, when you try to learn about how to get better at it, especially as you age, you're confronted with conflicting advice, complicated workouts, and confusing nutrition trends that just won't work for you. On The Planted Runner, I'll share exactly how to run faster, longer, and feel great doing it at any age because you don't have time to waste. I'm Coach Claire Bartholik, and I went from not running at all in my late 30s to finishing a marathon in 2.58 at age 42, all on a plant-based diet. I've helped hundreds of runners achieve new personal records well into their 60s and even 70s with science-backed training, plant-based nutrition, and proven mental strength techniques. Each episode of The Planted Runner is like a private coaching session on the run where you'll learn from me and the guests I interview. You'll get actionable lessons to help you become a better runner every week and reach goals that you never thought possible. Whether you're training for your first 5K or your 50th marathon, take along the planted runner on your next run. Let me show you how your best running is still ahead of you. 